Hi guys, uh, welcome to episode, wow, 32 episodes in, you know, that's crazy, that's, we, we, we've done 32 episodes, but um, yeah, welcome back to another episode of um, the Checking VAR podcast, um, the international break is finally coming to an end, I still don't know why there's an international break in March, but whatever, um, this episode is, is, is going to be exciting, um, I'm here with like the usual suspects, Pokwe and Mauna, but we have a very special guest in the building all the way from the UK. And uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yeah, man, we seen guys. Um, Samuel, obviously, mm. big up. I think it was, um, I don't know who, um, which one it was who um, invited me, but yeah, man, big up the guys for letting me obviously. Mm. I've got my own podcast, I'm a football writer myself, mm. and yeah, man, just hit just talk football. So, yeah, man, I appreciate being Dope. here um, and I'm honored, man. Lovely, lovely. Thank you, thank you. So, Mawena, too close to me, still unbeaten. <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Oh. To be very honest, I've told you guys we are we are going to win the Champions League. In the end. <laughs> like, those those are those are for. Okay, seriously speaking, um, we're doing well. We're doing well. We we haven't really broken stride too much. I mean, I've looked back at some of our games, and to be honest, we should have had a little, a few, a couple more wins. Um, mm. there there are some draws in there, especially against like Southampton and Leeds that mm. I think. We could have turned into some wins, and that would have definitely put us like clear of the chasing pack for the top four. Because right now that race is really hotting up. Like mm. Spurs now have nothing else to play for except for top yeah, four okay, top Carabao four. Cup, but that's that's a useless competition. <laughs> um, West Ham's game, I mean Liverpool as well. You can even almost include Arsenal because Arsenal are like ten points from Chelsea as well. So mm. the top four race is definitely heating up. Definitely heating up. Yeah. And Koku. On the red half of Manchester, it seems things have gone a bit, you know, quiet. You're out of the FA Cup, you know, not challenging for the league title. So, how are things looking? Are you expecting a Europa League uh, trophy? You know, your part to the final oh. is quite favourable. So, what are you expecting? We have to win. We have to win that cup. Mm. I mean, well, you know, me, I'll say some, you know, my new fans are funny. And I think... If we had to go back and look at my snippets from the last episodes, because going into this episode, going into this season, mm-hmm. when you ask my new fans, they will say they didn't expect us to make top four. Mm. And now we are second, and they say it's not a good season. So I'm asking myself, mm-hmm. are you why are you were you deceiving yourself in the beginning? Because <laughs> if we have <laughs> of, we have yeah, like if we have bettered your expectation, mm. isn't that a good season? So me, I'm not one of those fans that come and lie a lot. Mm. Beautiful season. Cause I don't lie to myself that we need to win something when we are not when we are trying to progress. Mm. We are progressing. Mm. Top four back to back to back. Yeah. It has never happened since Fergie left. Mm. I like it. Next season. We, are, we have to win the Prem. <laughs> we have to win. Yeah. Oh, you see? Like, we yeah, have to right, win. Right, right, right. Man, it's not about what you think. It's not about what you no, see. No, 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 no. We just no, have no. to win. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a disconnect there. There's oh, a disconnect no. there. You, you, can't, you can't jump from 
top four progressing to, we have to win the prem. Oh, like but if this season we finish second, what else is um uh, we have to get? We have to get after the next. You have season. to win like Carabao FA Cup. I think. Yes, I think uh, United. I think see with United. Mm. I've always I think from last season and this season, mm-hmm. they've in a way they've surprised me. Like they've mm. kind of exceeded expectations. Like from mm-hmm. like if you look at their squad, they compared to other squads, they shouldn't really be in contention for the top four. Winner. But obviously, I feel like obviously with Liverpool's just our mad injuries, Chelsea, Frank Lampard didn't really didn't really do the job. Um, I think they got not lucky, but they benefited from the circumstances. Isn't it? Right. So, like, for example, I think I think next season, mm-hmm. if they don't strengthen properly, I think it's gonna be tough for them to mm. really even even get top four. Like, <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, um, yeah, man. Like, I've 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 always said how with United they're just on this wave, and it's been going on for a few a few years now, and mm. like, they've been winning games like when I watch their games like it's not really convincing Fernandez might pull out something Rashford do you know what I'm saying so mm. they're doing well I have to give them credit so that like, they're doing well but next season I think they'll they'll have like a big test a big test though so yeah you know next next season will be very crucial for Manchester United I think as well because it's about time they're right there everybody can tell that United are two or three pieces away from really challenging and you know, everybody says they need a striker, right winger. But um, speaking of striker, before we really delve into this episode, so on the blue half of Manchester, uh, yesterday Manchester City announced that at the end of the season, Sergio Kun Aguero will be leaving Manchester City. And it started this debate online on football Twitter. And, you know, as an Arsenal fan, when I see certain debates, it annoys me because... I don't know why these things are still at at debate, but um, yeah. the debate was who is the best Premier League striker of all time. I mean, there's clearly one answer, but you know that's a question I want to ask <laughs> the, the whole group. So, so let's start with our guest, um, Samuel. Who do you think is the best Premier League striker of all time, and why? You have to give it to Henri, man. Like Aguero, <laughs> Aguero. Aguero, <laughs> Aguero is world class. What he's done for City, he's probably one of. I think he, yeah, like I think didn't he win them their first um, what do you call it um, Prem, yeah, yeah, in how many years? So, like what he's done is is iconic. You know what I'm saying like, yeah. like you can't really, but with Henri, as a footballer, it's Henri all day long. Yep. I think what can be argued is maybe is the impact, mm. but I still think it's on. I, I still think that it's on re, but foot, like, I feel like with football ability, it's on re. Mm. With the impact that that, that they both had, mm. it can be, it, it can be argued there, but I still think that it's on re. Mm. I still think that's on re. But yeah, like with on re, get everything shooting, dribbling, cross control, headering, mentality. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, I can't say nothing wrong about him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, with Aguero. Like you can see, maybe he's got a few weaknesses. Maybe like his dribbling is not as good. Maybe, do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah man, that, that's just me. That's just me. Do you know what I'm saying? Koku, it looks like you have you have a controversial <laughs> answer. Oh, yeah. not really. I think for me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Come here and lie that when Henry was at his prime, I can't remember much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was a kid, 
<laughs> so I'm not yeah. going to lie to you that I was remembering mm. him week in, week out. I think all I would say, just do it in there, is let's just compare the leagues then to now. And what do you guys think? Mm. Was it less competitive then? Because I'm looking back, the only teams that were challenging was Man U. Mm, fair. I don't but think... that Man U team was good, yeah. though. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, so that was the only team really. Chelsea were like... I don't, I don't think know, he, what do you some what do you think? Mm-hmm. There's like there's an argument that uh back then the Premier League wasn't that good or do you know mm. I feel like we can only do what like what like mm-hmm. like what do you want to do? Yeah. do you know what I'm saying like that like, mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm. tell him to okay come to the 2020 era and try to do that yeah. again. Like he <laughs> like he done what he done in that era and he was probably the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he got I think mm-hmm. I think he's got mm-hmm. the, the most golden boots. Mm-hmm. In, um, I think um, he's got the most goals to game ratio, yeah. um, and even if just look how that like, like, the way he plays, it's obvious. You know what I'm mm. saying like it's obvious, isn't it? but obviously the argument of our uh, different errors, I don't know, man. Mm. I'm not really too okay, sure. About I that think one. let's break it down into like some two key. Yeah. So finishing, finishing. Who's the better Ari, finisher? Ori, all day. Hey. all day. Oh, Aguero. Aguero is Aguero. Aguero is Aguero. a finisher. Ori, all day. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Look, I think we've just finished. Look, Henri has like one, or maybe not one. Henri is a good finisher. He has that, you know, the thing that Martial has been trying to copy for a few years. Yeah. From like the left side of the, the box finish, into the yeah. right. Yeah. That's like anytime I remember Henri, that's the finish. Mm-hmm. Aguero, I honestly can't remember one. Is near post, far post, like tapping. long greens, tappings, headers. Aguero does it all. Aguero does it all. So, I mean, finishing. I, I think, think he does. He does. Mm. <sighs> you know what? Like, I feel like. But the thing is that like, with Henri, mm-hmm. he can dribble mm-hmm. past the whole team yep. and, and shoot. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Aguero can't really do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course, like, I feel like around the box, maybe you can say Aguero has a, a more of a poachers Man, yeah. that he can, yeah. in the yeah. box. Do you know what I'm saying? But with Henri, he can take the ball from the halfway line and go past the whole team and score. Do you know what I'm saying? So I do think it's Henri, really, but Aguero is top, world class. He's for me, top five premier um strikers of all time. You know what I'm saying so, yeah, man. Can I just it's, look, it's sad, isn't it? sad that he's sorry, but sorry to cut you off, some. But before we move on, can I just throw this name in there? Because to me, it gets overlooked a lot. Because when you look at the stats and when you look at everything, his name is also yeah. Why do people talk about say. Wayne Rooney? And that's the the answer <laughs> I expected from Koku, to be honest. <laughs> But, like, when you look at it, no, really, when you do uh-huh. look at it, when Rooney is right up there, and mm-hmm. I saw a, a crazy stat, only, Rooney only started as a center forward for 29% of his games, and that's nuts. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a crazy stat when you think about it. And to me, I just, just a quick one. I'm not even a Manchester United fan. But, like, yeah, why yeah, does yeah. Wayne really mm-hmm. get overlooked in these conversations? Is it because he doesn't have the flair? Rooney wasn't, like, a pretty player? You know, didn't have the fancy moves? You know, I think it is. Well, I think... Yeah, go ahead. With, yeah, you see, yeah, with Rooney, Rooney had a very... In comparison to Henri and Aguero, mm. his peak was quite short. Oh, yeah, very So, true. Rooney, he came in at 16, and he was mm. probably the best... Probably to this day, probably the best sixteen year old to come through mm. in pro football. Like what yeah. he was doing was unheard of. Yeah, I'm saying very true. But with but with Rooney, his body was ahead of his time, you know what I'm saying? So mm. when he got to a certain age, I think 
he didn't really score as many goals and and like he was still as good, mm. but I think he didn't really score as many goals. I think from when it was um you know the Tevez, yeah. Berbatov, Ronaldo, Ronaldo yeah. Nani, after that period when it came to Van Persie, mm. um Javier Hernandez, mm. um what's his name, um Danny Welbeck, I think he he wasn't as Mm. He was influential, but in terms of goals and assists, he didn't get as many as he did before. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and obviously, when you mm. don't get as many goals, you're always going to be overlooked in it. So, I think with Rooney, mm. I can't lie, he was scary. He was scary. Yeah. But yeah. I think his peak compared to Henri, Aguero, yeah, like even Shira, was quite short. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It was quite short. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Rimana, yeah. I know you for this debate. You're going to say Aguero, right? Because you said it oh. before. <laughs> to be very honest with you, I think Aguero, maybe it's one of those things that in 10, 15 years, when we're looking back at the Premier League, you can say, oh yeah, 20 years ago, it was Ari, then after that, it became Aguero. But I feel like Aguero is the best striker. Yeah. To have played in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ari is a, is a close it's a close second. And then Suarez, mm-hmm. if he had played for more than five seasons, would have mm-hmm. been like a close third. Yeah, but Aguero, hands down, yeah. Look, I feel like I don't Aguero, yeah, even lo- mm-hmm. this this season because we haven't seen him, it's like we've forgotten how good this guy mm-hmm. can actually be. Mm-hmm. So, Alan Shera, what you, do you like, guys think? Let, I think, can I just quickly say mm-hmm. that for all mm-hmm. the people older than 35 that listen to our podcast, I want to apologize <laughs> for not mentioning the names like Andy Cole. If you need to watch ESPN Classic, Andy Cole was a finisher. Yeah. And I went to look at a bit before this episode because I knew we'd ask this question. I went to watch Alan Shearer's mm-hmm. My goodness. There isn't any kind of... You say Aguero had all types of goals. That's what Alan Shearer had as well, you know? So I think with these yeah. striker debates, it's really about errors. And I think it's like that yeah. with, with all sports. Because if you, you tell me that Henri is the best striker of, let's say, the 2000s, and then Aguero is the best of the 2010s, I can could, I could live with that. But, you see, it's hard to com- compare. Because yeah. football yeah, in the 90s, true. football in the early 2000s, it, it's very different, you know. And if I'm being honest, yeah, I think in this era, it's, easier to score. Let's not forget the managers like... Yeah, I do think it's easier to score in this era. But team said there are so many low blocks in this era. But you you, you forget that the the other era, they are kicking it, heading, it's about getting stuck in. You know, there there was less quality Mm. football. You know, less tiki-taka. So, Mm, mm. yeah, look, at the end of the day, if we are using stats, there's only one player that has the most golden boots. There's only one player in Premier League history that has 20 yeah. goals, 20 plus assists. You know. Yeah, that's crazy. If that's crazy. if you want to bring in Premier League titles, I, I think when Rooney would surpass everybody. So it's it's difficult. At the end of the day, Aguero yeah. is good, but I j I'm just glad nobody has said like drug bar or anything. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Drug drug bar does not get to be that. For me, I if, I've got a few bones to pick about that guy. I can't lie, man. If, if the question was who was the most clutch player, then, of course, Drogba has to come. Okay, yes, yeah. Because that yeah, guy, yeah, finals, yeah. he always turns up, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike some people who we are saying is the best striker, they go missing in finals. <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. 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 
All right, anyways, let's move on to this weekend's upcoming fixtures because there are a lot of, like, exciting fixtures. And I want to start us off mm. at the King Power. Leicester, Leicester have had a pretty good season, you know. I'm, that's why Mariners' mm. criticism... Yeah. That's why Mariners' criticism of Brendan Rodgers, you know, they are still sticking around. And they play mm. Manchester yeah. City on Saturday, I believe. And... You know, mm-hmm. one question I want to ask. Leicester are still in the FA Cup. I I forgot who they drew. I think they got a nice draw. That's a favorable match for them. Do you yeah. see mm-hmm. do you think Brendan Rodgers and his guys could go like all the way? Manager of the season. Definitely. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Hands mm. down. Definitely. I even think I don't think Man City will do the quadruple. Mm. I think Tottenham will I think I think Tottenham they will beat them in the in, the in the Cup. Wow. And I think I think Leicester, I think Man City they got um Chelsea, I believe. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. we like we don't even know if they're gonna beat Chelsea because Chelsea right now they're they're on a wave. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying so uh I think they can. I think they can. I think Ben Rodgers, I think he's he's getting like his um management has proper evolved in it. Yeah. From last season you could tell when it got to the late stages of the season, he would bottle it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this season, even when um, Madison, Barnes have been out, he's found a way to keep the, 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 the boat going. Mm. So I think Leicester have a strong chance. Mm-hmm. I think I think Man City, I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that they just come apart. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And Koku, you are saying Rodgers is the manager of the season. Do you, do you see them think- going all the way? He has shocked me, Charlie. Mm. He has, he, for the squad, you see, this season, what's impressed me is Vardy hasn't scored in about 15 games, mm-hmm. but they don't need him yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, he has found a way, that's when you know that the team is clicking. Yeah. When your main striker is not, hasn't scored in so long, mm. that no one is noticing. Mm. And I think for him, against Manu, Although, yes, the players had one week rest before us. We had mm. two days. But I think tactically, mm-hmm. they pressed certain players and I was impressed. Mm. Anytime Fred got the ball, yeah, there were like three players on Fred. Mm. Every time, I think Maguire, Wambisaka got the ball. Mm. There were also three players on him. And I also saw something on the Athletic. Mm. They really used our throw-ins to the advantage. Mm. I saw something that they would turn over the ball about five times when we took a throw-in. Mm. And yeah, so you can see, use that week to prepare. Mm. And I was impressed because that's a long, you have a whole week to study how we play, mm-hmm. our weaknesses. Mm. So they didn't even play like spectacularly, mm. but they nullified us. Mm. We're horrid. Yeah. We're they were effective. So he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's good. For him, I want to see him go. Mm. It'll be interesting to see the progression of his career. Yeah. yeah. That's his start less like he thinks. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think he's Man United. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if if he goes United, I think he can take over from um from um Social. I think mm. if if Social was to leave now, Rogers can take you up to the next level. I think mm. I'll take him at that club. It'll be very nice. I think the only thing that I can say about Rogers that he needs to maybe improve is in Europe he was quite poor. Yeah. Quite poor. Yeah. Um he got I think he came out in the round of thirty two, which is yeah. should, that's not good enough, isn't it? so um that's the only thing I can say that he needs to work on, but apart from that, his team has 
they've been in the top four, I think, for the, like for most of the season. So, yeah, mm-hmm. man, literally, mm-hmm. yeah. And Mauna, you know, there yeah. are some there are some snippets from earlier on this season of you saying Brendan Rodgers is a fraud. Oh, I've repented. I've repented. <laughs> I've repented. So what, what what have you made yeah, of yeah. your mind? Oh, he's 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 done very well. I think one. So I watched an an interview with him around like January, and they asked him the question, "Oh, like so, why do you think you guys fell off last season?" And he was like, "Oh, it's definitely because of the injuries." And I thought he was just making an excuse. Mm. And I went back and really looked at the injuries, and it was like a whole host of like key players. They had about mm. eight to ten players out injured. This season, mm. they've had like the exact same eight to ten players out injured in those same key yeah. positions. But the results are coming, which like it definitely shows that okay, progress has been made. Like mm. we are improving. We know how to grind out games. Like they haven't really played that beautiful football. Their nine nil stuff. Mm. They haven't done any of that this season. It's mm. been very consistent. We are grinding wins out, and mm. that's what every top team needs to be able to do. Like you can't always like even Man City they don't always play like very beautiful at the beginning of the season they were playing ugly winning like 1-0 against Sheffield and stuff like that mm. you need to have that grit in your team as well so he's he's definitely added that and I think just with a little bit of funds they could actually be a very very dangerous side moving forward because their recruitment is excellent they always get top young players they have a very sound manager tactically. They just need just a little bit of money to get like a replacement for Vardy, maybe cover <laughs> for Ndidi. Yeah. And everywhere else, they have a solid backup. I mean, yeah, I agree. It, it's true. Like when I look at Leicester's team, every single position, I'm like, this is a quality player in here. And it will be interesting to see, you know, how the season ends for them. But quickly on Manchester City. Seen as mm-hmm. this is um, to borrow a phrase from ESPN, this is Sergio Aguero's last dance. We've seen that this season Pep has been playing without a striker, like or a typical number nine. Do you think, for sentimental yeah. reasons, he should try and you know, since it's Aguero's last season, try and integrate him into the squad, or to hamper their progress? Or, and you think he should stick? to what's working right now? I don't know. Just quickly. I think mm. for me, what has impressed me about Pep is mm. you can see early on, early on in this season, mm-hmm. he has he started preparing for life yeah, without three yeah. players. Kyle Walker, mm-hmm. Fernandinho, and Aguero. Yeah. I don't know if you re- realize, but Walker barely plays nowadays. Yep. Yeah, like, he doesn't play. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, really. Now he knows Cancelo is the long-term solution, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so he's getting him now, and that's why I like. Don't so I think that's what I like about Man City. Mm. It's a bit they are they are, they are sentimental, but like Charlie, all good things must come to an end. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> some teams, for example, Companies. <laughs> if a company was a money player, Companies would be that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basa, yeah. Basa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like Charlie, they have done their job. Mm-hmm. Let them go off. With their image intact, mm. and I think yeah. that's what I like. Mm. But I'll say one thing about Man City: mm-hmm. in the most in the most congested season, their big squad has helped them. Yeah. Mm. So me, I, I I I don't know what you guys think, but if Pep look at Man Man U, I went to look at our team. Mm-hmm. We've played the same starting eleven about six games in a row. Jesus. If Pep mm-hmm. was to do that, if Pep was to yeah go and check. Yeah. If Pep was out. to do that. 
Mm. Would they would they would they still talk with this lead? I mean, that's no, the question I have. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think in regards to City and Aguero, I think no I think just knowing the way Pep works, Pep mm. won't really don't really care about the sentiments or that. I think he'll he, mm. like he wants to win. Like yeah. of course he might like I feel like he'll give him a few subs and if he's not and if the game doesn't suit a, a, a world's um, yeah. game and he won't saw any type of way about not starting you know what I'm saying so I think mm. I think in regards to that I think he's probably gonna play with a false nine for most season mm. or even with Gabriel Jesus I think with Jesus he can play that false nine a bit better than Aguero mm. you know what I'm saying so yeah I think with um yeah I think obviously He'll probably play him at the at the last game of the season, maybe the last few games when they won a title. But in regards to when they need to win, I don't think Aguero's their main man. Jumps in. Mm. Obviously, he can start. Jumps in. Like he's still world class. Jumps in. So yeah, um, yeah, man. I still think. I I just think with Pep the way he, the way he's been working this season, he will put whoever he thinks can win the game. Like he won't think about uh because you're leaving. Let me just play. Jumps in. So yeah. Yeah, very true. But it's funny. Even just to piggyback yeah. off that. Mm-hmm. I saw an interesting article, mm-hmm. and I think with the evolution of the Man City squad mm-hmm. and with Aguero's injury, Aguero is now out of sorts in the system mm-hmm. because the article was hinting that they don't pass to him anymore when he plays. Yeah. And I think it's not because they don't pass to him; he's not in tune mm-hmm. with the system. Yeah, the system. Yeah. And this is in there's not a lot of time on the training ground yeah. for him to get. So that's why he's not playing. To be honest, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think I think one question I have for you guys: mm. Would you guys take him at your club? Yes, me. Why not? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. Why, man? You you won't take him. You take him. Yeah, I'm not saying we'll not take him. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm just okay, asking you right. guys. Yeah. I, no, I just need very well confirmation. Yes, I'll take Aguero. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, look. With some yeah. cute. So predictions. So this game, yeah. what do you guys think is going to happen? Um. Hmm. It's interesting, you know. <laughs> how many? How many of City win? A City. Sorry, but how many of Leicester's players went on the international break? The international duty. Yeah, I think Suyuki, the defender. Yeah, I know that. Maybe Madison didn't go. Yeah, Nacho went. Yeah, 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 So I think a fair few of them went, but yeah, 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 yeah. But I think they'll be fine. I think I think there's no injuries mm. on their side. I've been all injuries from clubs. I think uh, some a few Prem have been injured actually. Um, uh, I think the only major one I knew of. I remember, but there's been a few yeah. people that injured from different clubs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it will actually suit Leicester City because now mm. they've had two weeks. Like all of the Man City guys are going to be traveling all over the world. They'll come. Well, some mm. the EU guys will just come back from St George's Park and go. I, th- I think I think Leicester City have a real shot. I think maybe Vardy Vardy to score. I don't know who will win, but at least two weeks rest will do him yeah, some. I remember at, at the beginning of, of the season they beat them five two. Yeah. It, yeah. They, yeah. They beat them five two, and that game I think mm. City scored first, and then the way Leicester was just patient, like mm. but I, right now, if City play the way they're playing, they will just kill them off. You know what I'm saying like the way City have been playing lately. It's almost. I don't think any team mm. right now in the world of football can 
handle the way they play because the way they play mm. is literally Barcelona back in the day. Like, they just mm-hmm. it's movement, it's yeah. jumping, like it's, it's too much. With the ball. It's too much in it. Obviously, yeah, obviously the thing is is that sometimes they can just be. I think lately they've just been a bit off it. Like mm. I think with the United game, with the West Ham game, they were lucky to, to even win, mm. um, and even with a few other games. So I think maybe they could be starting to be undone, but. I will still put my money on Man C purely because it's yeah, them. Yeah. The way they've been playing, crazy. You know I'm saying, Leicester, Leicester two one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. that I feel like Rogers does his yeah, homework, and you should go and take a book out of Oli's journal mm-hmm. because when we when we faced them, mm-hmm. we did some serious tactics. Yeah. Fred and McTominay were man marking their number yeah. eight. Yeah. So I don't know if you realize Gundogan and KDB started the way you You should just let Telemans yeah. and DD man mark the two number eights. And Charlie Pep is going to be confused. So me, let's start to one. Let's start to but one. But the thing is, mm-hmm. TMNs, he's not very good on that defensive yeah. side of the way ND is. Yeah. Fred yeah. and McTominay, they can run about for the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> With TMNs, he's a bit mm-hmm. like he's not as athletic yeah. as uh, as a usual sentiment. Mm-hmm. Like he's someone who like I think with, with him, like he needs to be on the ball, passing it, controlling the play. With him defensively, I don't know if, if he can um cope with um C because the way they move around, the way they like the way they rotate, gonna mm-hmm. mm-hmm. go and strike them, it might be the Bruyne or um, forward mm-hmm. and all like the way it's too much, in it? It's too much, it's too much. And obviously, I think with United, they have a lot of um people in the midfield that, that can run around with them. Mm-hmm. Something. So, I'm not sure if 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 Leicester can, can, can do that. I think if they do win, it, it'll be down to the fact that when you call it, um, um, Man City didn't play well. Something. I don't think mm-hmm. that that they can match the way mm-hmm. United match. See, you know what I'm saying, but yeah. I mean, personally, I'm gonna go for a draw because I don't know if you realize, but the games after the international break are always kind of slow. You know, history-wise, mm. like it, it all, especially like that Chelsea game versus West Brom is the early kickoff. That's gonna be a dull match. It always takes a while yeah, for like yeah. the players to you know kick <laughs> in after. But I'm gonna go for a one-all. Because I, I feel like Rogers, like you said, does his homework. I think Leicester actually take the lead and you know City pull one back and that's how it's going to end. But um let's move from the King Power to the best stadium in London. Arguably the best stadium in Europe. No, 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 no. It was it was a trailblazer of the new modern stadium. When we when we built it in 06, it was the blueprint for some of these stadiums you see today. You know, I'm I'm mentioning things by space. Anyway, Arsenal <laughs> take on and I'm glad we have a Liverpool. Liverpool. I, I'm glad we have a Liverpool fan on the podcast today because there's a lot to unpack about Liverpool this season. Cause last yeah. year, even honestly, at the beginning of the season. I thought the two best teams in Europe were Liverpool and Bayern Munich. And obviously, Van Dijk went down everything. So, as a Liverpool fan, I want your breakdown on all of it. Like, where has it gone wrong? 
What can you guys do to get back? Does one of the big yeah. three need to be so just let it all out? I think, yeah, you know what, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, it was like bridges, it was normal. Yeah. Like, I think we beat um Chelsea, we beat, I think we beat Arsenal. Yeah, like, we were like, we winning games, didn't it? You know what I'm saying? So, I think what went wrong was when, when Van Dyke got injured, mm-hmm. it was still coping. I think it was. Matip and Gomez, they were still coping, mm. and obviously them two are more than good enough to win your games, isn't it? Yeah. But obviously, when Gomez went down, you had to start using um, Reese Williams, mm. and obviously the way um, Liverpool play, we play um, like our defenders are literally mm-hmm. on the halfway line. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So when so so when we play, whenever we we lose the ball. Someone like Van Dyke can come and take the ball from you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So like we don't really let the the um the other team attack in it. Mm. So obviously I think Klopp had to change his tactics a bit. Mm. Like he had to um, do a few things, or, and obviously it kind of made us a bit worse in it. But obviously I think Trent and um Robertson they weren't allowed to go as as forward as much in mm-hmm. it. Obviously that to protect yeah. the um you know what I'm saying, and obviously. Bad luck down to Salah, Mane, Firmino just going complete. They just turned rubbish for like a good two months, isn't it? Like they just turned their finishing was off. Mm. Um, and obviously with um, I think Fabino got injured. Mm. Um, Henderson got injured. Like there were just so many things, isn't it? And obviously, um, behind the scenes as well, Klopp's mother died. Mm. So like there were just so many things that happened at the same time that just was like it just blew us over, isn't it? And obviously when it was January. I think every Liverpool fan was saying we need to buy a defender, and obviously we didn't buy one until we didn't buy any defenders until the until the last day of the window, innit? Yeah. So I think obviously when when we bought them in, we bought Ben Davis from Preston, not good enough, and then we bought <laughs> Kabak, and obviously Kabak was um Kabak was um a twenty year old, innit, yeah. from Schalke, yeah. and they're at the bottom of their league, innit? Yeah. So obviously he's like losses. he's coming in. Yeah. Exactly. So like he's coming into a to a team who wanna compete, who wanna get to top four, and he's basically tasked with basically being our main defender. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So obviously it was tough. It was tough and obviously I think just so many factors, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I think it's probably just in short, probably the attackers going off form at the wrong time. Yeah. And obviously the the, the defenders just Going, you know what I'm saying. So mm. I think what we need to do is to get back on track. Obviously, I think lately we've been slowly just it's been there mm-hmm. and here and there, here and there. Yeah, just here and there. But obviously, we still haven't been convincing at all, at all. I can't mm. like even our two Champions League wins against um Leipzig. They didn't really give us any trouble. We were just a bit too much for them. You know what I'm saying. Um. Mm. um mm-hmm. uh, so I think we're. I think. The Arsenal game is going to be very, very, very interesting because I think Kabak and um, the um, Steve um, Phillips, mm. the funny Phillips, he's yeah. um, he's coming and they've been a bit steady. You know what I'm saying so. I think the Arsenal game, right? I can't lie to you. I'm not really confident. Like, I'm not going to say that we're going to be Arsenal because I I don't see us being able to handle Smith Rowe, Odegaard, or Bamian. You know what I'm saying so. I will go for a draw in it. I can't lie. Mm. I'm gonna go for a draw because the way our team is playing, I will take a draw right now. Like if you told me take a a there no draw, I'll be happy. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, man. Literally, <laughs> literally, if we win, I'll be shocked. I'll be the most shocked guy on earth in it. So yeah, man. Literally, that's just my take in it so far. 
honestly, like, like, I love to say that we're the best and <laughs> we'll be Arsenal, but literally, I can't see happening. I, I can't see happening. I mean, Koku and Mauna, just quickly. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been watching a few internationals, been watching Portugal and Diogo Jota, you know. I think he's a difference maker for Liverpool. I truly do. And, you know, my, my cousin is a Liverpool fan. I was telling him, honestly, if I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't give up on the top four or the Champions League just yet. Because inserting Jota into that, front three just makes it way more fluid. And to be honest, Liverpool fans may not be confident, but I'm very scared coming up against them this weekend. Because at the end of the day, by the defence, there's still quality in that team everywhere you look. Liverpool can put a midfield three of Fabinho at the base, Thiago and Wijnaldum. That's a problem. I don't care what anybody says. That, That Those three midfielders right there yeah. are a serious problem with my you know a lot needs to be said about Sadio Mane this season I don't know why he's escaped you know the fine line because if Salah had such a poor season oh man so uh, Mane say again Jota, say again say again Mane Jota Salah I mean they're, they're still it's still a good team so Mane and Koku do you think Liverpool can still be a threat for the top four I'll let you. I'll let you go first. Yeah, as for your team, it's far from that place. He doesn't. He doesn't know the <laughs> the points difference. I have to check um, the table. Boys. <laughs> I think about four points off yeah. Chelsea in yeah. Four, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. four points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool. So for the top four, I'm equally afraid of three teams simultaneously. Mm-hmm. West Ham because they're the closest. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, because they have like the pedigree and they've done it time and time again, and I know they can do it again. And then Spurs, because right now they have nothing to play for. Yep. Liverpool, like, I don't know, every season there's always one team that wins like their last seven, eight games. Yeah. Typically, like, when I was really young watching football, that was Arsenal. So yeah. Arsenal have a brilliant season, dip in the middle, and then last 10, 12 games they'll win and then they'll qualify for the Champions League again. Mm-hmm. I feel like Liverpool can actually go on that run. I don't think they have a difficult slate of fixtures. Nope. They can literally just go and outscore teams 3-2, 4-2, and then they'll just... Because their firepower is coming back. And like Pakovi said, with Jota at the helm, that's what I thought Spurs were going to do, mm. especially with how Bale, Kane, mm. and Son were playing. But Son wins down. I don't know if he's back now. Bale looks like he's going back into his <laughs> bad books. So... <laughs> I'm not I'm not as afraid of spares, mm. but then there's also West Ham who are playing just a game a week. Mm. They can rest up. Mm. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough. You see, I think Liverpool have a shot though. I think Liverpool have a shot. Mm. Just quickly, mm. just quickly to support, I think mm-hmm. with Liverpool, I think there's always going to be that threat. Like we're always going to be a threat because like we're winning games here and there. So it's like mm-hmm. you don't know, like no one really knows if we're truly finish for the season or, or mm-hmm. if like it's just a few thing in it so I think we're still in a race now like I'm not going to say that we're at the race now. and obviously mm-hmm. Cham- Champions League we have the um like we have players who can mm-hmm. win games by themselves isn't it? Mm-hmm. so obviously just based upon current form and what's been happening of course there's, there's been a few positive signs in it but just my feeling really isn't anything positive too much in it because 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we went, we beat Tottenham, and then I remember we we beat Tottenham, and then we beat West Ham, then we lost about two games on the trot. So it's like, it's still a bit shaky. And, and even our last game against Wolves, we were quite poor, quite mm. poor. And obviously, Jota made the difference with that goal. And so, mm-hmm. against Arsenal, I'm, I'm scared. Like, because <laughs> when I watched it against Tottenham, Smith Rowe, that rotation with Smith Rowe, Odegaard, even Lacazette, like it was crazy. John Cena was crazy, and I don't. Yeah. John Cena, so it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, just quickly. Yeah. I want to talk about Arsenal just a little mm-hmm. bit. Ah, mm. uh, yes, yes, yes. If I, I was can, an I Arsenal fan, <laughs> if I was an Arsenal fan, mm-hmm. I'll be excited a little bit, but the onus is on the board, cause you guys have a crop. A decent crop of young players you can work with. So I think right now you need to solidify them with guys who know what they are doing. Yeah. Don't yeah. go and bring more players who are, who are young. Mm. You know, it's, it's enough. Odegas, Mitro, Gabriel, mm. Martinelli, Tierney. Mm. Nice, nice call. Guys. Well. Mm. Yeah. If they can bring him back. Now you guys need people who are used to at least. We need Not even winning. We need winning. Yes, like winning. you need something eh, like yeah. Otherwise, you'll be battling Europa and top four for the next four yeah. seasons. Yeah, but... and then someone will steal away your young yeah. players. Yeah, you see, yeah. I say mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Arteta. Like I think I even said it on Twitter. I think he's a genius. You know what I'm saying? Like I've watched. I think I've watched most of 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 your games. Arteta, and obviously from the beginning of of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you lot weren't playing with with a number ten. Yeah. So obviously, the way you lot were playing, it it, it was very shaky in it. But mm. ever since Smith Rowe got put into the side, yeah. some of your play has been generally been world class. Like I think mm. the rotation, which I think especially that Tottenham game, I was completely shot. Like mm. you lot were on fire. You know what I'm saying, yeah. obviously, Smith Rowe, Saka. Odegaard, if he if he signs, mm. um, Martinelli, mm. Turney, um, Saliba and Gabriel, that's like eight players that will yeah. be there. If you look can, if you look can, add four or five players, they they like 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 you've got a good base yeah. for like the next ten years. You know what I'm saying? So do you know what they need? Mm. We, we, mm-hmm. You guys need because when I look at your front, your guys just behind mm-hmm. the striker, you guys have creators. Yep. We need, need, you need an assassin need at all. Yeah. The and, yes, a gunman. Yes, a serious <laughs> gunman. Oh. Yep. Look, yep. I still think that... Because I'm looking at Saka, Smith, and yeah. Odegaard. These are flair players. Beautiful. Yeah. But I think yeah, mm-hmm. that Martinelli can be that guy for you. You see, that's the thing. Like, so here's my take on Arsenal. Firstly, with Arteta, the reason why he pisses me off, I mean, it's getting better. I could have told you at the start of the season for free that there's a number 10 in our academy called Emil Smith-Rowe who could do the job. It shouldn't have taken mm. him us losing 8 out of 14 games because at the end of the day, we're Arsenal Football Club. We shouldn't be anywhere near 10. That being said, with, in regards to the young core, look, I like it. There's a young core. There's, there's talent there. But you see, you can't win... Or you can't really progress. You see, this is the mistake Wenger made when he started his Young Gun project in the 2000s. Lovely players, Fabregas, Nasri, all good players. The reason why Arsenal... And you see it with most young teams. We've seen it with AC Milan. 
this year. A young team can't push you all the way. They get to a point of the season where the experience needs to come in. Where, let's say, you are in a game, yeah, and let's say you are, you are drawing 1-1. One, one. Instead of pushing Gunho, an experienced player will say, you know what? Well, wait, let's take the point. Everybody, drop back 10 yards. You know, with yeah. young teams, they are really gunho. And the reason why Arsenal need, first of all, we need a new captain. Aubameyang is not it. I don't know if you guys have seen his Travis Scott. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen his Travis Scott. Travis Scott must go. Yeah. Aubameyang yeah. needs to go. Like, Arsenal in a very unique position because entering this transfer window, it's the first time in, I kid you not, a decade, Arsenal aren't at risk of losing a major player. We just signed party. All our young players are tied down to deals. You know, like, we, if there are people who go, it's not like a major blow. So now, yeah. Koku said it best. The onus is on the board. We need... I can't... You guys need, I feel need like you guys play. need only two players. Yeah. A like, striker. for next season, focus on a striker and centre-back. Yeah. And mediocre. Like us, I think we need the midfield as well. That's my thing. You see, so I mean, me, this maybe that can be the next next year. This is my <laughs> my dream three mm-hmm. three signings. If Arsenal can only make three signings, mm-hmm. center back brings Saliba back. It's okay. Sign you Bisuma to partner party and get me a twenty goal a season striker who is like twenty seven. I don't know. I can no striker mm-hmm. comes to mind right now, but if you can get me that guy. What do you think about about Bamford? You see, this is my problem with Patrick <laughs> Bamford here. So I used to watch Leeds a lot, even in the championship. Patrick Bamford, his problem is, like, he's a good finisher and everything, but his other aspects to the game are very poor. Like, his running off the ball. Why are you sure? You see, he has, he has flair. No, no, no. Like, he can score. He can score, definitely. But Bamford's running off the ball isn't the best, you know. His 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 link up play isn't isn't what we need. Like if I could say Arsenal's dream signing, yeah, it would be like signing a Luis Suarez from Ajax kind of signing. You know, someone who is yeah. who's good but not known yet. You get me? That yeah. diamond in the rough who in the next yeah. two to three years is going to explode. And as the team is growing, they'll explode. So Arsenal are very interesting. Like in terms of this game, look, Liverpool just it depends on the Arsenal that turns up, you know. Cause uh. Arsenal, and I'll keep on saying it, one of our main problems is Granit Xhaka. Look, he's had a fantastic season. <laughs> he's played well. But Xhaka is such a slow progressor of the ball. Why? Why? Slow progressor. Like, so they always keep getting their guy. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> even about scapegoating. It's fact. Granit Xhaka... You know what's funny, yeah? Mm-hmm. I've, like, when you're on tour, yeah, mm-hmm. there's, like, two different mm-hmm. opinions on Xhaka. Like, there's yeah. a set of fans who think he is very good at and, he, and, then, there's, and, and then there's, like, people like you who, mm-hmm. who don't rate him at all. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it's it's... It's very mad to see how like how like one player has like has split the opinion of fan base though. This this is that my thing on Jacka. You see, I grew up on Wenger ball. Quick, quick. Like yeah. when you have the likes of Cazola at the base of your midfield, everything is fast. Everything is sharp. So my thing is when 
Zaka gets the ball. He takes too long on it. And it makes us easier mm. to defend. So that's why I think we need to upgrade on him. And playing against a team like Liverpool, the reason why Liverpool have been beaten over the stretch is teams get at them quickly before they have time to set. When Liverpool know what's coming, they are fine. They really are. Like, you saw it against Leipzig. When Leipzig took it slow and in the build-up and everything, Liverpool are good with that. And Arsenal... Liverpool's attack, you see, one thing about Tierney, I love him, future captain. But when Tierney goes against certain players, Riyad Mahrez and Mohamed Salah, it's bad. It's bad. Mm. The games Tierney mm. has played against Salah, he has really struggled. If you are a flair player, mm. you can get a Kieran Tierney. And mm. our right backs and money, Charlie, if Bellerin or Cedric or Hell, Callum Chambers, that's a long story. And you know Arsenal centre-back, they give yeah. you a chance. If it's Jota getting that chance. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's my take on, on the... But Karim Chindes, he was quite impressive at right-back. Yeah, oh, against West Ham. Against West Ham. Look, me, I'm His done person with is nice. Chambers. I'm done with Chambers and Hodinu. They have one good performance every season. <laughs> then the fans say, trust Chambers. Sorry, he didn't cost 55 million. I'm yeah, done yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. It'll be an interesting yeah, game. Maybe before we move on, mm-hmm. Sam, I just have one question for you. Yeah, yeah. In regards to your team. Tiago, mm. what have you made of him? Are you disappointed so far? I'll counter. Good question, you know. Ah, cool. So Tiago, when he first came in, I think he played against Chelsea and mm-hmm. Everton. I think those were those were the two games that he played. Beautiful. He he I think he broke the the pass record against Chelsea. Um I think mm-hmm. he got the most passes in forty five minutes. Um but yeah, I think when he first started, he was it was like he was good, 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 good. But I think obviously with the injuries, he had to do a bit more defensive work in it. So when he so I think he he's played a lot of um his time with Jones and Wijnaldum, and obviously those players they're not the best players. If you're someone who's new to come in, like you know what I'm saying, so in a way, he's being looked at as the leader because. There's no Henderson, there's there, um mm-hmm. there's no um Fabino. So it's like he's been looked at as a guy to make things happen. And obviously mm-hmm. he hasn't really been able to make things happen. So I think he's come under a lot of pressure and um thing in it. But I think he has been a bit underwhelming. I can't lie that I, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that he's been good because he's been a bit underwhelming. But I do think he just needs to adapt because what because what I saw at the start of the season against Everton, I think he, he yeah. played with Fabino oh, and yeah. it was it was it was different, different. Mm-hmm. I've like yeah. I've never seen something so so I think he's got it there, like it's 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 not like he's not good anymore, but I just think the players around him, not that they don't really suit to his needs, but like mm. they aren't really players that a new player should be coming in and be yeah. able to and, and be expected to play the same way that he's been playing for the same minutes. So mm. yeah, man. Yeah, that and, and, yeah. is very nice. Fabinho Henderson and struggle. When, nice. like, when next he season, played next season will be yeah, hot. Against Everton, I was I was like, wow, wow. Did you see that pass for the for the goal? This allowed goal. Oh god. I was shot, bro. I that thing was a goal. Yeah, yeah that that match was a goal fan. And if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be pissed doing that match. question, yeah. We've been given we have been on the wrong side on VR. Like, I think yeah. we've 
I think we have had the, the most points deducted by VR. Mm-hmm. I think it's about nine points. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not using that as a as a oh, yeah, excuse, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. But but like you know what I'm saying, and and these things that happen, it's been point blank like that can't be right. You know what I'm saying, so mm. that has been a part of our luck, and I think it's been about nine points we've been deducting it. So yeah, man, literally. But yeah, Thiago, he's been he's been okay. Let me give him that. Like he's been about a good six point five, <laughs> six point like you know what I'm saying, out, out of ten. Minutes. So yeah, literally that's that, that, that's my verdict on Thiago. I, I, I have I have one question for you guys. Uh-huh. To, that, yeah. to move on to the other yeah. side of London, yeah. is Mourinho finished? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay, wait, know, wait, wait. I, I don't want it to be finished. Can I, can, I, <laughs> can, I just, can I just say something? Jose mm-hmm. Mourinho is like my favorite manager of all time. And I find myself, I, I can't believe I, I find myself defending the manager of Tottenham Hotspur. But here's something I've realized with Mourinho. In order for a Mourinho team to be successful, all the players need to buy in. Every single player needs to buy in. And that's why I always say, if Mourinho gets his players, it's a beautiful thing to witness. Because, look, let's let's talk about Spurs versus Osic. That was not on Mourinho. That is on the players. You saw the goal. Zagreb. What? Yeah, Zagreb. Zagreb. Ah, uh, also Zagreb. Yeah, also to the guy who scored. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, those goals they conceded is from a lack of effort. There's so much the manager can do. That's what I'm saying. For Mourinho to work, you need to buy in. You need to completely mm. buy in. Like, let him do what he does. And when that has happened, and Mauna, you're a Chelsea fan. You can attest to this. When Mourinho has a full squad, a group of players that he believes in and that believe in him, it's a mutual, it's, it's, it's a good thing. It works. I don't think he's finished in the sense that Mourinho is a footballing genius. You know, he, he knows how to set up to, to beat a team. Like, one of my favorite displays for Mourinho, it was a Premier League game, um, Liverpool fans, you might you might remember this. I want Steven Gerrard, oh, yeah. Dembabago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was the worst game of my life. You see, worst game to watch. And that so. game, that was the first time I realized that there's an art to defending. You know, yeah. like the, there's an art to it. Football is more than just... There are so many fine nuances to football that Jose Mourinho understands. Like, it's not hard for him to get the team to attack and score. Chelsea, 14-15, first half of the season, they were going gun holes, scoring left, right, and center. But Mourinho said, nah, this is not sustainable. Second half of the season, they sat back, they won the Premier League. My thing is, with every successful Mourinho team, and the reason why I believe he won trophies with even United, is because in the first season, they, you believe. You trust in Jose Mourinho and it gets you places. I know a lot of people are sensitive. Oh, he throws players under the bus, blah, blah, blah. All these players Mourinho ends up throwing under the bus. Two years later, you, the same fans, are calling for them out of your club. You see, with Spurs, yeah, you can't expect Mourinho to work miracles with a centre-back pairing of Eric Dyer and Davis Sanchez. I mean, come on. <laughs> but why is he... No, my thing is that this guy came and he has told us 
he has tried to convince us that Daya is a center back. Mm. Why is he doing that? <laughs> he has ostracized Toby, Aldebayo, or whatever they call him. Mm. He's oh. Belgium. So he doesn't play anymore. So my thing, Mourinho, is that mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot of skateboarding for him right now. Mm. Yeah. Like, you, you give an example, but the example is from like 10, 5 years ago. Mm. Right now, no, yeah. Is he finished? My verdict on Mourinho. You see, yeah, with, mm-hmm. with, like, with him, yeah, and just as things said, like, I do rate him so highly because his teams in the past have been absolutely beautiful to watch, but not mm. in the sense of, like, the Pep Guardiola's of, like, the ticker, like, the, the passing mm. and moving. Like, I think it was his Inter Milan team. Mm. Um, back in 2010, yeah. beautiful to watch, uh-huh. yeah, like beautiful to watch. You know what I'm saying? So, I think with him being finished, like, I do think his time, I feel like the modern game has evolved mm. so much. Mm. And, like, most I don't think, apart from Mourinho, I don't think there's a lot of defensive because he is defensive, like, he's not mm. an attacking uh, type of um. Manager, I think he's one of like the only or the the last few mm-hmm. type of defensive managers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think that era of being defensive is coming to an end because I now because like now a lot of teams they know how to break down low blocks. You know what I'm saying, like um, Man City, like if you sit back, you like they will find a way somehow. You know what I'm saying, but um, last season with um. Liverpool, the amount of times we scored in the last 10, 15 minutes, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that era of defensive managers have its past, you know what I'm saying? And I think Mourinho has to find a way to evolve and move with times, you know what I'm saying? I feel like mm. he's tried to keep that park in the bus, that defence first. And obviously, I do get it because like, you have to defend first before you, before you mm-hmm. can um, win games, mm-hmm. it? but I do think he needs to somehow evolve his style because even with Tottenham, even I think at the start of the season they were like first or something mm, like like, yeah. like they, they were playing. Mm-hmm. But I said it, I, like I remember I said it. It's not sustainable because like the way he plays, his uh, like his uh, attacking patterns, like the way he plays, like he relies too much on the um the quality of um Kane, Son, Bale. You know what I'm saying like he's not really got a team that can uh, attack with a good system. You know what I'm saying. And obviously mm. his the, the defense is quite good. Like and I don't even know he's got Sanchez and to- um Toby Thing and what's his name? Um <laughs> I think he even bought in that defender from um Swansea. Yeah, I, I oh, name. yeah, yeah, him, him, him. So I feel like like his defense isn't bad, but it's not good enough calling it. But mm. I still think as if like if you have that team. He, that you can do much better than what you're doing now. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I do think that is down to him to a certain extent. Yes, as things said, um, the mentality of the players is shocking. Like that Tottenham squad, their mentality is on the floor. Like mm-hmm. they don't, they like they're not winners at all. They don't like. I, I don't know what is it, but like they're not winners in it. So, mm. but I do think tactically they have been mm. quite poor, quite quite poor. And I think Mourinho has to take a bit of things mm. for that. Do you know what I'm saying? And even. It happened in his last um, job with United. Mm. Towards the end, he was just becoming very... You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel like, tactically, he's not with the, the times, man. You know what I'm saying? Mauna, if you're Daniel Levy, 
do you blow this whole Tottenham project up and start again, or do you trust in in Jose and give him another year? Oh yeah, I start a fire sale. I start calling Madrid, Barcelona, <laughs> Son, seventy million, Kane, hundred and eighty. Just sell everybody and then mm. you start mm-hmm. again. Go and bring Ten Hag, give him a ten-year contract. Tell him that okay, the rest is your playground. Mm. Let's see what we do. Because right now, yeah, and I think if you listen to what Hugo Lloris said after the the mm. Europa League exit. Mm. Like, for someone who is the captain of your club, who's not really an outspoken personality, he doesn't really come out and do all of these press conferences and stuff like that. I felt like some of his comments were very damning. Like, I think they've gone past the point of... There's definitely something also going on in, like, mm. the dressing room. They, they've, they've gone past the point of, oh, this is just tactical issues. They, uh, uh, uh. Some of the players might be feeling other players are not necessarily pulling their weights and they're mm. still getting selected and stuff like that. So, uh, uh. Those kinds of problems, you can only solve them if there's a massive clear out and then you clean the slate and start again. So mm. That's I mean, what I suggest they do. That's not what I think they'll do, though. Yeah, and I do agree with that because I feel like with mm. Mourinho, he, he likes to... What's that word for it? I feel like, like he likes to stamp down his authority, authority yeah. a bit too much. Yeah. A bit too much. I feel like he left out Delali yeah. for a while. And cool, he's been like he trains poor and whatever, but he came back and Delali was looking quite good. Yeah. And then like he just puts him on the bench for you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I feel like with him, he likes to I don't know, I feel like the word is like he might like to be in, in control yeah. too much, or yeah. he maybe has a too much bigger of, of an ego, yeah. but I do think he's got a few things to work on in terms of his character. You know what I'm saying, mm. yeah. I mean, as I, I mean, I said it earlier in the season. What can go wrong with space will go wrong. Shout out Neme and Calvin. But um, let's actually quickly move on to the blue half of London, and I just want to touch on 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 them a bit. You know, they play West Brom, probably an easy win uh, for them. But Chelsea, Chelsea uh, have shown massive improvement. And and it got me thinking, like... I'm not convinced. Ah, that's that's what I've, I've, I've even come to say. That's a question I've come to ask. Uh, Do you guys think they can sustain it to the end of the season or the bubble is about to burst? You see, I think... I feel like, and the thing is, yeah, it gets me in the I feel like everyone just forgets that with every new manager, there's always a honeymoon period. Mm. Like the, that, there's always a period where the manager will win the first ten games, mm. even twenty. Games. I think Una Emery won his first twenty-two games. Mm-hmm. I think, um, <laughs> I think, what's his name? Um, 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 Sosa won like, like so many games in a row. And so I feel like mm-hmm. with Thomas Tuchel. I've watched most of the games. I watched the both legs against Atletico. I watched Leeds. I watched um, a few other games. And I'm still not convinced because against us, for example, I, f- I think when um, we played them at um, thing and, and they beat us, mm-hmm. their game plan was very good. Give it to Werner or go over the top. In it. Yeah. But I still feel as if, if they're playing a team like Man City, or even against Leeds. Mm-hmm. Leeds gave them a few yeah, issues. Yeah, true. And I, and I still think Chelsea, they need to create more chances, and they don't have an out-and-out out striker who can finish them, or mm-hmm. someone who is always sniffing. Werner, he... <laughs> Werner, I still have hope for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I even though he, 
he's been horrid mm. this whole season, but I think Werner next season he'll probably be on form in it. But mm. this, like just for the season, Werner isn't up to it. Ziyech, I don't I think he needs to be shipped <laughs> immediately. Um, <laughs> um I think I think the only player the only player that I think you can think is probably Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount. I think those two players are top, top level. And mm. um, obviously, I think Tammy's out mm. f- for the minute. Mm. And obviously, with Mason Mount, he doesn't create as many chances as he should, isn't it? Mm. Um, Habits, mm-hmm. he's still not developed. He's still quite raw. Um, Hassan Adoy, he, he's, he, I feel like with him, he's very, he's like, I rate him highly in it, but I mm. still feel like he's a bit disappointing, you know? Like, I feel like he can do much more mm. than what he's doing right now in it. So I feel like with Chelsea, if you look at their team as a whole, there's not really a lot of goal scorers. Like, and obviously with Thomas Tuchel, he likes to defend first as well. Like, I think he played with five mm. at the back, and then with yeah. um, Werner Havertz up top. And I feel like with Chelsea, if they don't create chances, a lot of chances in a the game, they're gonna struggle to score. And mm. I feel against Leeds, mm. against even against Atletico in, in a first leg. They did not play well. It's just that Avlego were very, mm. very poor. And Avlego just let yeah. out the ball in it. And obviously, I just feel like if they're coming against a team, like, I feel like they've got who in the Champions League? I think it's um, Porto. 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 That match Porto, is going to be tough. They should be Porto, but Porto are a very mm. good team. Porto can get the prominence. Mm. Mm-hmm. So with me, mm. I still feel as if Chelsea can become undone, man. Like mm. even that, um, that um, midfield, I think, Kovacic has been playing well, but I still feel like he's got a weakness. Mm. Teams can exploit that. Um, what's his name? Um, um, if he plays, what's his name? Him as well. He's like, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I think, what's his name? Um, the guy on the... Um, Barcelona. No, um, oh, Alonso. Alonso. If, he, if you play him as a wing-back, mm. if a team wants, like, wants to target him, he can yeah. be severely... You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with Chelsea, mm. they're, they're doing well, but I want to see them play mm. convincingly, you know what I'm saying? Win mm. convincingly. Show me they can create chances. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, and even with, with, like, with Leeds, I was watching them quite close because I wanted mm. to see how they play. And Leeds gave them mm. a good... And I even think that Leeds, they, that they shouldn't have won, you know what I'm saying? So, Chelsea, mm. they need more time. I, I think that they won't win a trophy. I feel like they'll get top four. I think they should mm. get top four. But Champions League, FA Cup, with C, I, I don't feel like they'll be C. Um, and yeah, literally, yeah. Ma- yeah that's Ma- my Ma- thoughts on Chelsea. Your record as saying Chelsea <laughs> win the Champions League. Do you think? Do, yeah, do you think this is just the new manager bounce, or you've seen signs of like you know things to be you know excited about? Um, a bit of both. I definitely think it is part of it is the new manager bounce. Like you don't just go on a very great run like this mm. winning. I think. Where we can actually see Tuchel has made a difference is like if you look at the defensive side of the game, for instance. Mm. So, Uli Minamino has scored against Chelsea in like 14 or 15 games or something like that. Mm. The other one is a Rudiger own goal. Um, I guess that, are playing five at the back. The defense, <laughs> the defense has improved. What you guys are playing five at the back? Hey, please. You know what I'm saying, and I'm five to five. And then they are playing five at the. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you come mm-hmm. very soon. You are playing five at the back, mm-hmm. and you are playing a possession-based system mm-hmm. that is like defensive position. It's defensive possession. 
Because all I want to see the stats. You guys, mm-hmm. the areas you are keeping the ball. Yes, at you the back. It yeah. ab- yes, you are stroking it about a lot in exactly. the back. So, I mean, it's it's a very cautious approach. Yeah. And exactly. if you have a lot of the ball and you are playing five at the back, Charlie, teams are not going to score mm. you. So, what, I mean, what you guys are doing well is that I think I want to see team's progression in your final third. Mm. I, I think you mm. guys rank the first for the least amount of other teams progressing in your final third. Mm. But why is that happening? You because keep we all the ball. ball. Yes. And you play five at the back. <laughs> so, Wait, the 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 five at the uh-huh. back here. In in when like the formation is announced, yeah, this is definitely a five at the back. But like on the pitch, yeah, it's more yeah, like a three, three at the back and then the two in midfield, and then the rest of the yeah. people just go and attack. Sort of. That's your attacking shape. What's yeah. your defensive shape? <laughs> oh, as for defensive shape, that one we're on the edge of our box with five, three, two, or whatever that formation is. But no, yeah, anyway. Just to give. Mm-hmm. Like just to, just to give credit to Tuko, I think I could be wrong. Like he could be, this could be like a, a temporary formation. Oh, I think it is. I think it is. In. So I feel like so I feel like he's 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 short term. He's doing very well, short term, innit? But my only thing is, mm-hmm. if this is a long term solution, or if he's um looking to keep up for the whole season, I I mm-hmm. think he like teams will just find a way out of that. You know what I mean? So I feel like short yeah, term, yeah. it's it's very very good. You know what I'm saying, but just long term, it can't work. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, that's just my mm-hmm. little take on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for Tuko, this this season, since he's been in, we've struggled against two kinds of opponents: teams that match us up, and then teams that press man for man. The only team that has pressed us man for man is Leeds, mm-hmm. and then the teams uh. that have matched us up: Southampton, Sheffield, and then the other teams that play three at the back. Those games has been de- very difficult. Anytime we play a team that plays a back four, I'm not worried at all because the the system we play exposes the spaces in the back four. Mm-hmm. When your wingers have the attack line, when your inside forwards come in deep, like you draw back fours narrow and then you attack the half spaces outside mm-hmm. them. So against teams that play a back four, variations of those kinds of things, or different things in midfield, we are fine. But when we play teams with Another back five or another back three, we tend to struggle. When we play man for man teams, we tend to struggle. Um, looking at his managerial history, when he was at Mines and Dortmund, he played a very expansive, explosive kind of football. Mm-hmm. Then he went to PSG and did a more okay. We're going to mm-hmm. do a more possession based mm-hmm. sort of slow things down and make sure teams don't counter attack us. I think at Chelsea, he's going to do a mix of both. So right now we're sorting out the defense because that's where. We had a problem with Frank, unfortunately. Mm. We're giving up too many mm. easy goals, too many netto counter attack mm. goals and stuff <clears> like that. But now that has improved. What I want to see going forward is the attacking side of the game should come to it slowly. So mm. hopefully, hopefully that comes mm. in. Yeah. All right. Me, I'll see it. Sound good. And then I'll, I'll come in. Yes, absolutely. What do you think of um, Hasnadoy? Um, um, and habits. Those who play, like, what do you think of them? As a, as habits, a, as habits. A, I think habits, habits will definitely be one. He's the kind of player that in like 20, 30 years when he retires, we'll all be talking about. Wow, yeah, where Kai when Habits, Kai habits played this game, yeah. like yeah. that guy. That guy is supremely talented. Yeah. It's just first Kai. season. Just says, look, there are so many players who flopped their first season in the Premier League, like Kevin De Bruyne. 
I watched the Brenner play against Hull. I thought he was decent. We didn't see that guy for three years. He came back to the league. He's running the league. Bruno suffered in some mm. Italian league somewhere for a few seasons, and now Bruno is running the Premier yeah. League. So I think he's just young. Hudson Odoi mm. is also very talented. If you ask me, Hudson Odoi, there was a point in time where Hudson Odoi and Sancho were like on the same level, and many yeah, people rated Hudson Odoi higher than yep. Sancho. Right yep. now, if you ask someone to pick, a lot of people will tell you that, oh, they'll take Sancho. But Bayern Munich still came in with 70, a 70 million bid for Hudson Odoi. That was rejected. So. Hassan Odor is also talented. He just hasn't hit the ground. Listen, just quickly before Koku comes in, I just want to say this. Chelsea have the uh, like have in Havertz and Mount, they have the two best midfielders, German and English midfielders of their generation. Definitely. You, with Mount, you can make an argument about Foden, but they are two different kinds of midfielders in my opinion. But Havertz and Mount are going to be generational. They, they are, it's like Mount has said, they are, they'll be players you remember for a long time. You know what? I can agree I mean, with that's Mount. My po- mm-hmm. Mount is... I, I rate Mount so... Like, since he broke through, I've always said, Mount, this guy is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's different. Mm-hmm. But the only thing with Mount, I, I just want to see that his numbers just mm-hmm. increase. Because his numbers are still quite low. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In, in comparison... In, I think in comparison to Foden, Foden plays like half minutes, I think like less games than him, but he's got about the, the same goals and assists. I think with um, mm-hmm. Mount, just make sure that he like gets Mount more to goals become a, and more assists. I feel like you become a box to box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would so. be nice. Yeah. I think, so. I think so. that's the future. I think Mount, Mount, yeah. Mount, Mount and Rice in the midfield. Yeah, that's a nice it. double pivot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that was, that was, that was, that was, that was <laughs> That was Lampard's dream. Mount Rice <laughs> and they have it in front of them, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, quick, just quickly, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a bit mm-hmm. off topic, but Bruno Fernandes. Mm-hmm. How highly, how how highly do you rate like do you rate him? And don't just and don't and and bear in mind, don't just focus on his goals and assists as his. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch him, what do you think mm-hmm. about him as a player? Mm-hmm. I mean, since I'm a Man U fan, maybe I can yeah. go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've watched every Man U game since Bruno came. Uh, wow. And there's two there's two phases to it. Uh. On one half, because he feels like he's the only creative mm. presence in the team, he tries to do too much mm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's not his fault. Mm. He feels like the onus is on yeah. him to always bring that spark. Mm-hmm. But in the other, when Pogba was playing more regularly before his injury, mm-hmm. I saw a different side to Bruno. A Bruno who knows that, okay, there's mm-hmm. another creative midfielder there. So I'll be more cautious. Mm-hmm. I'll make the easy one-yard passes. Yeah. But I think one thing I'll say about Bruno, that the guy's football IQ is that's, serious. That's exactly Because yeah. there, beyond the goals and assists, mm-hmm. there are some things he does that you don't, you will not, nobody put on football Twitter yeah. because it doesn't fit the agenda. But this guy gives some crazy passes sometimes, eh? Look. And I'm like, Charlie, this guy's thinking. I don't know. I wish I could show you uh, the listen, videos. Uh, but that'll be l- a lot l- Let me try and describe it, yeah? Uh-huh. Bruno uh-huh. Fernandez's football IQ is one of the highest I've ever seen. Like, the guy understands football almost on a scientific level. In the sense that, I remember one of his very first few games. If you watch Bruno Fernandez, eh? Don't even watch the goals and assists. Watch the way he directs me. 
He directs players into space. I remember first two games or something. He has the ball, Jesse Lingard is in front of him. He's like, ah, the space is there. Move into the space and let me play this part. Carabao Cup. Cavani, there's this pass he played with the outside of his foot to Cavani that took out two defenders. It's that kind of play. You see, Bruno Fernandes is that kind of player, yeah? That knows, he's like, I, I can't believe I'm saying, he's like De Bruyne, he's like Odegaard. The weight of their passing. He's like Odegaard. No, no, no. Cause, no, no, no. Because Odegaard is actually really good at this too. You see, the weight of their passes. Yeah, it's always in the weight of right. their passes. They know the exact kind of pass to play at the right time. Uh, and not every footballer okay. has that. You see, someone like Thiago, he can blast the ball into you when you need it to touch so it's easier for you to turn. Bruno knows when to play quick so that Rashford gets it on the... On like on the on the bounce and is able to run with it, as opposed to just kicking it. You see, there's like he's that kind of footballer that he was. Like, yeah, I don't know. This guy's. I think Bruno is sometimes he's surrounded by some bumps in that man. You that's, that's it. Like, because <laughs> you see, that guy is surrounded by Fred, McTominay, Dan James, Charlie. It's a lot of bumps. And I think, <laughs> and I think that was the problem with mm-hmm. Pogba. Initially, early in the yeah. because look at Pogba now that he's playing with Fernandez. Do you see me? Like, it's like even when you're playing on the park, when you're playing with another footballer, that you know that hey, this guy is also my level. It's exciting. So then you express yourself more. So look, Bruno Fernandez to me, if someone is to put a transfer fee for him, if I money, I'm saying two hundred million, because. Hey, but where is he going to? Oh, no, I'm just saying. He's retired now, man. You. <laughs> I know, I know. But... Just saying, right? Okay, Sam, you a question. I'll just give you one example. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the FA Cup match we played against you guys? There was some ball he gave to Cavani, and Cavani hit the post. Go and look at his pass again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, go, just go and look at yeah. it. Uh, and the thing about Bruno is that he makes it look easy. The other players are not doing it too, but he makes it look easy that he never stop back to be like, wow. Uh, That's a dope pass. Okay. So I don't know. What do you think? Because the way you ask the question, it looks like maybe you have some reservations. Yeah. I like with Bruno, I have a lot, man. Like, <laughs> he's a like he's a top player. I'm like he's a top player. Like I think he's probably got one of he probably has one of the best ball striking t- techniques mm. in the Premier League. Like where he can shoot is crazy, and he's got a good eye for goal in it. Mm. But my issue with Bruno Fernandez is and. I think, I think we, I think probably everyone here knows that he does not perform against the big six. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me finish. How many players perform against them? Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. With Bruno Fernandes, yeah. Okay, mm. cool. So, the way he operates is, I feel like the way. <laughs> okay, let me give you an example. So, Kevin De Bruyne, if mm-hmm. you give him, let's say, five, five half chances mm-hmm. he will give you at least one assist yeah with Bruno I think he needs to at least try and try and try and try and try again you know what I'm saying and obviously I do get yeah mm-hmm. and I want to say with Bruno Fernandes yeah he thrives when it's in when 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 the ball is in a transition mm-hmm. so for example if it's say the United are on the the, the, yeah. the counter attack yeah. can you know what I'm saying but I feel like when he's playing against a team with a deep block, who will not give him that space that and that time, he has struggled. Again, this is pass to Amadialu. 
against yeah, teams like AC Milan. No, 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 no. no, no. Against teams, of course, of oh, mm-hmm. look, oh, of course, yeah, there'll be exceptions, isn't it? Mm. Of course, like there'll be games where he will mm-hmm. perform. I'm saying as a whole, since he's come, I think he played about 15 games against Liverpool, mm-hmm. um, Chelsea, um, Arsenal, Tottenham. Like, I think as a whole, he doesn't make the impact that he makes against teams like West Brom or you know what I'm saying so I feel like my issue with him is he needs a lot of passes to try and make things happen and of course I do get the fact that he plays with certain players who aren't good enough like um Martial Greenwood is still um like he's still Ooh. learning no 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 no, no he no. said Greenwood is still developing yeah, yeah, so, so yeah so, Martial Martial so, Martial isn't good yeah, yeah but Greenwood is still developing but obviously, like with Greenwood, I, saw, I rate yeah, him highly. Like he's a good player, but I still feel like he's like sometimes he makes a few choices that aren't right in it. But I still feel like with Bruno, mm. he needs too much. Mm. Like he needs to attempt too many passes oh, yeah. to get it right. You know what I'm saying? And even when you even look at his stats, he's got even here. I even got up here. He like his passing thing is seventy eight percent. If you yeah, compare okay. that, no, no, no. If you compare that to the Bruno. The brainer is on about 89 yeah. to 90%. You know what I'm saying? As a midfielder, no, 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 come on, come on, come on. No, no, no. As a midfielder, I, I think especially think as a for me, all I'll say mm-hmm. is that this thing has come up a lot mm-hmm. and the Athletic with an article about it. Mm-hmm. And I think the answer lies in the way we play against the top six teams. Yeah. When we play against the top six teams, it's normally a double pivot of Fred. We look yeah. to hit teams in the brain. Yeah. And I saw this, they drew, they showed some graphs mm. of the space between Bruno and the double pivots. <laughs> it's like this big. <laughs> so there's no link up between, and those guys are not progressive passes. Yeah. So Bruno mm. really gets the ball. I don't know, mm. you can just go look at some clips. So that's the only problem I have with Ole, is that he mm-hmm. trusts Pogba in the double pivot against the big teams. I think we see a much different Bruno. Because, okay. bro, if imagine okay. KDB in a double pivot with Freddie McTominay. This, this is my thing. Also, mm-hmm. if we do a, a deep analysis, KDB only signed against Arsenal in recent seasons. Come on. But, come on, come on. <laughs> but, no, no, no. Against Chelsea and... Okay, so, I guess I, you can okay. say against London uh, clubs. Against yeah. London clubs. But my thing is, yeah. you see, in regards to Bruno needing more and more attempts to get an assist, I believe that's based on system. You see, Manchester City's team is very fluid. And let's not forget, De Bruyne spams in about six crosses a game. You know, it's like <laughs> Manchester City's attack is very fluid. You know, so you have Foden running, you have Sterling running, you have guys Gundy going from deep. And like I said, it's, like Koku said, it's 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 a diff, it's different styles of play. The reason why I think I like Bruno is because I don't know if you guys remember, but when United played Brighton earlier in the season, Rashford's goal. Uh-huh. You see, it's uh-huh. it's, it's the, I'll keep on saying this: the most important attribute in the Premier League is speed of thought. You need to know what you're going to do with the ball before it arrives at your feet. If you look at the pass Bruno gives to Rashford on that thing, you could see just before the ball comes, he glances over his shoulder like, okay, where am I running? You see, he's that kind of footballer. De Bruyne is more... Just quickly. Mm-hmm. 
De Bruyne is more from just the... Just, let, let me just finish this. De Bruyne is more training ground-based in the sense that, okay, Pep has told me this person is running from the back post. So I'm going to play it in there anyway, and he should be there. It's more structured in that okay. sense. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Fair point. However, I think the goal that you're referring mm. to was that on the counter-attack. Oh, yeah. Well, was it yeah, when yeah, yeah. Rashford yeah, was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, with me, and obviously, I get that point, as in with the Brenner, but the Brenner can do the... Like, he can do what Bruno can do as well. Like, mm, I still yeah, feel like... Well. I'm saying... So, it's like, with like with Bruno, I want to see him be able to thread a pass through a team like, let's say, Burnley. Mm. Like, uh, like, a team that sits back and doesn't give him that, is that time and space. Do you know what I'm saying? No, it's, it's hard there, but he... players this season that have done it. Of course, it, it's hard there, but he's, mm. he's oh, been... De Bruyne. At the top. Silver. Silver. <laughs> Fabregas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, see, that, like, isn't that system? Those are system yeah. goals. No, no, but... No, but the thing is, like, with Bruno, he's being put at that, in that bracket of the top cams, you know what I'm saying? So, I want to see him do things mm. that are, that, you know what I'm saying? And even when you look at, um in the Champions League against um Leipzig, mm. when you look, um crashed out, Bruno was, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a lot of games where I want to see him step up, like, the games that really matter, and he doesn't really sometimes, okay, the the, the games where he's pulled through and he's probably dragged you through a lot of games in it but I still I, I still feel like if you look mm-hmm. at it as a whole Bruno like there's like I feel like there's like a, a step for him to reach that can oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that. the fact that we're having this conversation mm-hmm. just shows how good he is no he's good because he's good. I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there've been recent signings in the last 18 months yeah. that yeah. we're having these conversations he's, about which I think yeah. he's probably been probably probably the best Signing in terms of the impact in probably the last few years because I don't yeah. remember a player who has come in because I think before he came in, you lot were poor, United were poor, very, very poor, <laughs> very, very poor. So I feel like when he came in, your team changed, and obviously, he's probably part of the reason why you're probably second in it. So, yeah, he's a good player, yeah, That's that was class, class. And wait, would you say that he's a more of a second striker? Than the yeah. Mm. For, so that's you're asking beautiful questions. So the stats are. I, I think I, I think I have so, something on this. But so the because you know what? Because if he's a if sorry if he's a a second striker, he is. I feel like he's limiting himself in a way because, and of course I think you said that because he's like the only creator and and like the only player who makes it. I feel like he maybe has that pressure to go and score goals and to assist mm-hmm. in it. So, but mm-hmm. I still feel like if he's playing as a second striker, it's going to limit his game because when you're playing mm-hmm. as a second striker, you need a, for example, a Pogba behind you to give you that ball, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, to score goals. Mm-hmm. In it. So I still feel like, I feel like if he's a, if he's a second striker, he needs to, in a way, come out of that, you know what I'm saying? Because playing mm-hmm. as a 10 will give, it will benefit the team much more, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's just my yeah. take. I think so. Now the now the question is, how does Oli want to play? And I think there's an interesting account on Twitter called the United Arena. And after yeah. every I, match, I them, yeah, yeah, yeah. After every match, he posts the heat map, and from that he extrapolates the average position of each man mm-hmm. player. The man mm-hmm. we normally line up. We norm at the our average position for each game is a four. Two two. Mm-hmm. Four two two two. 
Mm. So it's always Bruno and a striker up top. So that, to answer your question, yes, in our system, he's the second striker. I think the problem with him is, I didn't even think the only source on him to create this match is because our, our, we didn't get Sancho on the right wing. Because honestly, uh, if we got Sancho on the right wing to be a creative winger, Charlie Bruno will be relaxing. He'll just be there to be scoring goals and linking up. Yeah. Mm. So that's why I think next season will be interesting if we can get mm. some. But that's why they, they want to not sign. That's why Adialo. Diallo is a creative winger. I don't know if you play a lot of games, but... So Pogba. I think, honestly, Pogba is our deep-line playmaker. Mm-hmm. And with him in the team, we are much, much better. Definitely. So it does have yeah, Bruno is the second striker. And come, hmm. The thing interesting about him is that he said it himself. He can play anywhere across, apart from defense. <laughs> so he even said that he sees his position in the future when he's older as like a number eight, box uh. to box. Yeah, mm. so I mean, we'll see what it's happened, but yeah, man, he's he's still a good player, like he's still doing well. So yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Um, we're almost out of time. I was going to ask the question, you know, who's the calm England should take to the Euros, but um, we all know that answer is Jack Greenish. So anyway, <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. The thing is, yeah, Southgate, he's worrying me. Quite a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's worrying me. I, I'm gonna lie to you. Like he's worrying me because I don't know what system he wants to play. He, like mm. against um, San Marino mm. and Albania. He, Albania. He, he played a four-two-three-one. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I know it comes to the tournament, he will play a three-five-two, yeah. and then that mm-hmm. will mean that he will have to leave out one crave. Mm. Yeah midfielder for that jump you know saying so I still feel like with him he's a bit dodgy man mm. like he's a bit dodgy but if you had to pick I think it's between Grealish mm. and me folding mm. them two mm. because for yeah. that, Mount Mount can play in, in a pivot mm. so he's not really in that position mm, yeah. exactly. I feel like between um Foden and Grealish but I feel like probably will Madison be on the plane that's the thing that's what Madison, that's what I wanted to even know if he is, he won't play. I don't think he'll play a lot of minutes anyway. Mm. Because, because British is better than him. To me, Foden is better than him. Um, um, and even, I don't think, yeah, like he can't play in a pivot. Mm. I think he can play out wide. Yeah. But even out wide, either Sterling or Rashford mm. or Sancho. Sancho. Even, or even Sancho, there's even a few. I think there's been rumours that Southgate don't really rate him as highly as everyone does. So it, there's been a quite because with Southgate, he's a bit weird, man. Like, <laughs> like he's a bit weird. Like he left out Trent. Oh yeah. He, like he left out Trent. You know what I'm saying. So it still like remains to be seen whether or not he knows what he's doing because because mm. that team is very very talented. Man. Very very talented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's it's good to have club football back and. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's been a fantastic episode. A round of applause for our guests. You know, thank you for coming. <laughs> and um, this is a point of the yeah, show man. where if our guest wants to, you know, plug anything, shout anybody out, the floor is yours. Um, yeah, man. Um, obviously, I've got a podcast myself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I haven't been releasing for a while. Obviously, uni's like mm-hmm. uni has just been killing me in a but um. Yeah, I'll be releasing episodes, mm. football episodes from next month in April. So obviously, mm. guys, 
Um, just follow hashtag the pep talk, yep. Spotify, yep. Apple Podcasts, is even on YouTube. Um, but yeah, man, literally, that's what I've got to say. And yeah, man, that's it. And yeah, man, just thanks for having me on as well. Yeah, man, literally, I'm honored to be here as well, man. But yeah, man, literally, yeah. Um, anything to say, anything at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to next season. I just yeah. want to say, um, please sign Martin Odegaard permanently. And yeah, remember to follow us on Twitter at checking underscore var. You know, use the hashtag checking var, interact with the community. And um, yeah, thank you once again for listening. You're all beautiful people, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.